Hello world and welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. I'm your host Curtis Freisel and this month my very special guest is Chris Roberts aka at CWR2 on the Twitters and Instagrams. How you doing Chris? I'm doing great man. It's really hard to keep a straight face when you do that intro. <laughs> Is it? Why? Why is it? You sound great when I hear it, but this, I don't know. I'm just watching you. I know how messed up your hair is right now. I know. I just woke up. I look like garbage. I hope I sound good. I hope I'm not overcompensating. Uh, try, you sound trying great. To. Yeah, no. I, I, I feel like I sound great. Well, you sound great, too. How how you doing? It's It's been a while since we had you on. What was the last game we had you on for? Uh, we did March Madness last year, and I believe I used uh, the like the NES. Uh, what was the name of it? Hold on, I got. I actually have it right here. That shows you how long I played my DS. Uh, NES, in, uh, the ultra, ultimate NES remix was my choice. That was March Madness 2018. Oh, has it been that long since? Yeah, I've, because yeah, we did yeah, the Game Boy year. Advance yeah, last in year. 2019. Oh my goodness! So it's been a while. Well, welcome back, Chris. Glad well, to yeah, have well, you on. You know, you know, like uh, waiting by the Skype, looking at my computer, don't see it ringing. Well, we got you here. I apologize. That's on me. You know, all these other cartridge clubbers want to be on. And I'm like, I don't I don't know why. I really just want to talk to Chris. Bunch of hacks. <laughs> Bunch of hacks. Yeah, wait, 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 he's on there. <laughs> well, I'm glad to have you here, Chris. I think this is going to be a fun game to talk about this month. And why don't we just jump right into it? For this month's CC Portable Game of the Month, we played AVGN Adventures. Uh, I played it on the 3DS. You can also play it on the Wii U. I know you can get it on Windows. There might be some other platforms you can play it on. How did you play it, Chris? 3DS. 3DS. Okay, great. Yep. Yeah, see, I, I downloaded it on my 3DS. I, I know it's I available it. on Switch soon, is, right? Is it on available on the Switch? Uh, I, 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 wasn't I don't sure know if it's, if it's at yet. this moment, but I know because the, the new the sequel's coming out, and I believe you can get them both. Correct, correct. Uh, so there you go. It might be available on the Switch. Either way, it's coming soon. I don't know when you're listening to this. You might be listening to this in like the year 3000. I don't know. By then, <laughs> God knows what platforms it'll be on. But right now, it's either close to coming out on the Switch or it is out on the Switch. But we both played it on the 3DS and that was, I believe, the original platform it came out for. Because I downloaded it when it first came out. I did too. Um, I don't know if it also was uh, like a simultaneous launch with the PC. That I'm not aware of. Or maybe even like Steam. I think it might have been on, which is kind of PC, I guess. But um, Well, according to my been. history I have in front of me, it's, it was right. originally it's released in North America on September 20th, 2013. So. Okay, well. I didn't write down any further. That's on me. I apologize. I don't think I got it in 2013. Yeah. So I must have waited a while. Well, I know I got it in 2013. I played it, and I couldn't beat it. This game is incredibly difficult, and I actually wrote down here. It was purposefully designed to be frustrating and unfair. And with that... Why don't we launch into the discussion of the game itself? Chris, what did you think of AVGN Adventures? Well, I mean, you kind of nailed it with uh, incredibly difficult and unfair, but I think that just like you do, it was it was purpose, uh, purposeful because, I mean, it kind of took in um, the elements of all these hard NES games and also combined it with his complaints, uh, James's complaints in his videos. So I really do – I love the, the – the, um, let me do that again. I love the design. 
the design is awesome. I think they, they did a great job of taking all those very annoying elements from NES games and giving them to you all at once. Uh, if there's anybody who's right, if there's anybody who's played this, they hate the death blocks because I hate the death blocks. They are probably the most frustrating part of this whole game. So this game, let's let's back up for a second. It's a platformer, standard platformer. There's eight levels, kind of Mega Man style. You can choose right. in any order you want to play these levels in. Each level is kind of a parody on a popular uh, video game. You know, whether it be uh, Castlevania. Or beat them and eat them on the Atari, or uh, what are what are some other ones? Um, well, they take elements like uh, you know, like how people hate ice levels. The, the whole one levels. whole level is an ice level, and Correct. you got uh, fantasy adventure levels, and then it also um, uh, Silver Surfer. So you have a shooter. So maybe level. not necessarily yeah. a specific game, but conventions and tropes of video games yes. that you see often mentioned in Angry Video Game Nerd episodes. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it, it's a platformer, and there's these blocks, almost like a block you would see in a Mario game, like a, a brick block that you would break. But these ones, if you touch them, you die. And they are everywhere, in every level. It is a, a major obstacle you're going to have to get under, over, through. I mean, there's so many variations on these Sometimes they disappear and reappear. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> it's all about timing. Yes. These things are so annoying. But they're not – I don't know. I feel like they're fair, but they're – They're fair. It's definitely not something you're going to – there's nobody who's picked this game up and gone straight through it without dying one time. It's impossible. It's a a memorization game. You have to memorize these levels. Lots of trial and error. And here's the thing, though. I said the game was designed to be frustrating and unfair, which it is. But I also give them kudos because it's a very fun game. It's very addicting – and it it's challenging, but it never feels impossible. Right. Well, you, know? you it's like it's really like those old games because, like with Castlevania, for instance, when the first time you play it, you move. What's wrong? You okay. Your, your audio just got crazy there for a second. Okay. Well, is it better? It's it's back. It was like for a couple seconds. That was really weird. Okay. Um. Anyways, it's like Castlevania, the original NES game. You get a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further, and as long as you kind of you, and then in the meantime, you're sharpening your skills on all that earlier stuff, and it has a way of later on when it does a callback to things that you've already done. Now you kind of know how to deal with them, so there definitely is a reward there if you're willing to to grind. Yeah, absolutely. And for fans of the Angry Video Game Nerd, this game is so chock full and this goes back to you talking about the design this game is so chock full of references and cameos and everything Mm. angry video game nerd i mean if you grew up watching abgn from day one i mean there is something from the first episode all the way up to whenever this game whatever the current yeah yeah whatever it was just all over the place whether it be uh the mega death christ you know, special or the, weapon. the shark with the with the laser, the laser beams, beams or whatever. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's all of it. Uh, it it's, the characters you and get then the, the cameos. You can unlock right. other playable characters. You start as James. You can unlock the guitar guy. Yep. Um, I forget his his uh, his name. Um, who cares? Yeah, the guitar. <laughs> the guitar the, guy. The guy who sings the song. I think yes. his name's Josh or something. I don't know. I forget. Uh, you can so, unlock Mike. 
Uh, and you can unlock the bullshit guy. Yes. So, by the way, normally we try and keep this PG-13. We might slip in a few things just because it's very hard to talk about this game without swearing because it's in a lot of the titles and it's characters' names and it's right. hard to – so you well, have we, been warned. We, we could have made Mike's name worse because it's actually M.F. Mike. Oh, okay. The character's name, but the mother, father, guy, Mike. It's actually not a bad word. It's yeah. actually a technical. It's a technical word. That's his name. Well, and then one of the levels is Assholevania. Yes. Uh, you know there is a few, and there's and another the, one, Future Fuckballs. Okay. There you yeah. go. So he's just okay. <laughs> now Chris is Chris has opened the gate wide open, dropping the f bomb. I hey, wasn't it, I wasn't gonna go that far, but you you here we are. We've we've made it. To rated I mean, R. It, it is. It's Future Fuck Balls 2010, okay. which is basically uh, Street Fighter 2010. Yep. Or, yep. or final, whatever it was. Yeah, it was Street Fighter, right? Street. Yeah. Fighting Street. I don't know. I forget whatever it was. Did you unlock the other playable characters? I did. And Did you um, unlock all of them? Yeah, I, I got them all. Okay. And the thing is, uh, they're great. And there is a couple of crucial moments with some of them, but I did notice I just mostly played with James. So James is kind of your basic Mario. He's got his pea shooter NES zapper. Yep. And, of uh, course, he has the the really bad uh, and the great Friday the 13th reference to one of his power-ups is the rocks. Yes, from, love that. And where it just goes at the bad angle. And we'll, let's talk about the weapons in a second. I, I want to talk okay. about the characters. Uh, then you got the guitar guy. Which he's kind of got a, a Fester's Quest. Yeah, the musical notes musical come note off his that, guitar. Yeah. Wavy. I actually really enjoy, or I, I think that's, and it's long range. It can go through walls. Yep. I think that's the yep. best weapon in the I game. Do. Well, I think it's the it's definitely the best second character weapon. Yeah. Uh, then you got Mike. He's got a lightsaber, so he's doing close range attacks. But he can also find secret secrets hidden in the walls like uh castlevania with the the meat when you get close to a wall it'll show that it can be broken yep. with him and then there is the bullshit man and he has a double jump where i think he poops that like that's what gives him the extra boost it's actually kind of a, a weak <laughs> yeah. double jump it's not a very good double jump it's no. like half a double jump if anything <laughs> right it's like There's a full jump that's... and then half a jump right everything's uh a reference to frustration and then he throws it should poop. be better and it's not <laughs> i i like never used him he, he's like I, I never either i i think it was neat finding him but but you said was... you use james most of the time see i actually use the guitar guy most of the times once i unlocked I, I, him okay yeah i mean i don't know i'm kind of i did the same thing with like mario too I normally just I wanted to beat it with Mario because I kind of felt like it was Mar and maybe it's just more of a mental thing, but I agree with you. I do actually think that uh, the guitar guy is the the better, uh, yeah. the better um, character. But James is well. You want to talk about upgrades on weapons, but um, I think James at maximum strength is probably the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's the most well-rounded. And his jump, like the guitar guy, has a smaller jump. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, okay. But Sounds right, yeah. So to each his own. I just happen to use the guitar guy a lot. Speaking of the weapons, so yeah, you got a rock, which is kind of meant to be a joke. Because it, it arcs, it's very hard to aim and hit anything, it's very weak. You, you kind of want to avoid the rocks when you get to them. You got the, uh, the super scope that is basically the same as a zapper just more powerful 
Is there any other upgradable weapons? I have it. Uh, other than the rock, I think that's it. I think it's just the three. I don't remember. Well, at least I don't remember anything else. But um, yeah. I found the super scope was obviously it was the best. It was what you really want. It's more powerful, anyways. I think the the light, the typical light gun. I think it shoots faster. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I felt like it shoot it shot faster. But I feel like uh, the power, the super scope was more powerful. Possibly, it's hard to know because one of the things that I didn't like that was very frustrating is the second you got hit or died, you lost your your weapon. Yes. Well, and also when you go to a new level, you yeah. lose it. And yeah. so all it takes is one hit, and you're gonna get hit. This game, like, so you might get the super scope and have it for ten seconds. I think that was about my average time having the super scope was ten seconds before <laughs> I got hit or died. Right. You never get to keep it. I wish, I wish you could keep holding it until you maybe ran out of ammo or something. I don't know. It, it, that really frustrated me because it was like, well, what's the even point of picking it up? Because I'm gonna get hit in like three seconds. They always seem to place it in the most precarious of areas that you would be able to hold on to it for like i said like 10 seconds and then the same thing with the the, the special weapons like the the glitch uh, the glitch the glitch gremlin or the yeah. super super mecha death christ 2000 bc version 4.0 beta you get these things if you don't use them right away you get hit you die you lose them yep. yeah i didn't like that that didn't uh, i didn't either but i think that's done i'm um, obviously it's done by design right and all it's a uh, but that's something a, that it's I probably feel a is... nod to um, uh, Ghost and Goblins. You know, uh, you lose maybe. it. I still feel that that's a flaw in the design. Okay, and and his official name was Couch Guy. Couch Guy. There you go. Yeah. Uh, levels. Let's talk levels. Did you have? We kind of mentioned them before. Did you have any levels that stood out to you? Uh, well, I got a couple. Why don't I, I start? I, I, yeah, go ahead. I was just you do it. Uh, I I really like the hell level, mainly because of the boss fight. I like that you're falling. You're you're yeah. kind of in an endless pit, and there's a devil, and you're shooting him. I, I really like that boss fight. That was really fun. Um, and then I like the snow level. I like where you're riding the the body of Santa, which I'm not sure. I think that, that might, I think is great. I think that might be a reference to Cliffhanger, where he rides. It is a the, reference to Cliffhanger, okay. Because uh, you kill somebody and then you use it to slide, slide down down the, down the hill. Mountain. Yeah, yeah. That was just really funny. Uh, that was really fun. Um, well, I, I like Castlevania because it had a little bit of familiarity with me. I played Castlevania a lot, sure. so definitely like that. And I, I, I found the beat 'em and eat 'em uh, level very amusing that because, was very funny. yeah, I, th I thought that one was. Um, I thought the references within it were very clever, and, uh, the, and the boss was pretty cool. Right. Um, oh, one thing we forgot to mention. In addition to the unlockable guys, there's cameos from all sorts of YouTubers and internet famous people, I suppose. Did you did you know about all these? Uh, probably not all of them, but I remember when I was playing it more, I came across a few. I mean, you got Brentel Floss, Andre the Black Nerd, Gerard the Completionist, Pat the yeah, NES that's... Punk, Ego Raptor. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on. I'm not familiar with all of these people, but it's it's pretty neat that these people got to have a little a moment in the game. And then, of course, the uh, the shit pickle is in every level. 
Yeah, the, the, the yeah, famous. the shit pickle. Uh, I thought that was. I, you know what? I, I just have to say, if you're a fan of the game, you're definitely gonna love all the references. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even the bullets out of his light gun are uh, Rolling Rock beer. You know, it's yep. it's just very clever, very clever. It's it. They're not. It's not just like some BS license that they took him and slapped him in a game. They created a universe around his show. So, Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's very authentic. Question. Did you beat this game? No. I did not beat this game. I did. Amazingly. I cannot believe I did. When I first downloaded it back in 2013, I couldn't beat it. I could get all the way to the last boss, which is the game's designer, uh, recently played by Gilbert Gottfried in an episode of AVGN, and that is Fred Fox. And that is that is the hardest boss fight I have ever had in any game ever, I think. It is so much platforming and precise jumping, and it drove me insane. I couldn't beat it. And that was part of the reason I picked this game for this month, is I wanted to see, could I finally conquer this game that has been eluding me, uh, or victory had been eluding me for all these years, and I was finally able to do it. And then I did it with... The couch guy. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I think that's probably the because he's got a wider um, range to to shoot. Right. Full disclosure: I actually watched a playthrough before we recorded, just because I, you know, it has been a while since I played the game, so I wanted to kind of refresh my memory on some of these levels. Mm -hmm. And I did watch the guy, and and he used uh, couch guy for like ninety percent of the battle, and uh, apparently at a particular point of the battle, he. Fred Fox gets damaged to a point where then he jumped across and he started using James to finish him off. I gotcha. And I don't know if it was his personal preference or whatever, but he, he did mostly was couch guy. And at the end, it, it was very impressive. Well, this Fred Fox battle has many kind of parts to it. It starts out, you have these four platforms at the bottom that you jump back and forth between. And Fred Fox is kind of like, he's like flying in this jetpack. And you, he's flying back and forth, and you got to hit him. And then he starts dropping, I think, poop or, or yeah, something. Yeah, he starts shitting on you. And yeah. so that's like kind of the second part. And then when you hit him enough there, then he he starts having these uh, um, like sp- ball and chain, like spiky balls. What yes. he does, one is swinging back and forth. And as if uh, if that isn't hard enough, you get him a little bit further closer to death. And then he's got two of these balls swinging back and forth. So the where you can jump is so precise. And the timing, you're going back and forth. You already got to worry about the four platforms at the bottom. You don't fall off. And then there's spikes coming up on the very edge of the platforms on either side of the yes. screen. Yeah. And so you, you can't stay there because they rise up. That That is one thing I feel like is kind of fair about those spikes, though. It gives you a warning. It has two stages to the yes. spike. Like the little top will peek out and mm-hmm. then it shoots up. So it does give you a little bit of warning. I think that might be the most fair part of its difficult stuff. You know what I mean? Like out of those little difficult or difficulty type of things that they throw at you, I feel like at least you get a warning. And it still took. Yeah. Like 85 times. 30, 40, 50 tries <laughs> before I was able to beat it. I mean, it was crazy. But oh man, the relief that I felt when I finally defeated Fred Fox was. 
Ugh. It feels like when you beat one of those NES hard games, like a Ninja Gaiden or a Castlevania or Batman, where it's like, I am part of an elite club that was able to uh, accomplish this. You feel special. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, it was good. You got to beat it on the harder level. That's what I was going to say. That's what yeah. I was going to segue into. <laughs> yeah. So there's all these modes in the game. I was playing it on normal mode. So there's an which easy is, mode. Which is very respectable to start off on. Yes. I and, think I think starting off on normal is, is very respectable. And this is really funny what's different between the modes. So easy mode, your health, right? You got three. Uh, on easy mode, you got six beers. So you can get hit six times before you die. You have infinite lives. Uh, continues. Infinite continues. You know. Um, and those are the main things. You go to normal, you got three beers. You can get hit three times before you die. Then you got 30 lives before you get a game over. And then you have unlimited continues. You get a game over, you basically have to start over at the beginning of the level. You know, standard stuff. Then there's old school. Now we're getting a little bit more difficult. Old school is you got three beers again. You only got 15 lives. Then you got five continues. And the checkpoints are now invisible. As if that wasn't hard enough, you could move up a neck another level to hard as balls. So now you got two beers, five lives, and three continues. <laughs> then you can go to fucking impossible. This you have one beer, five lives, no continues. So you can basically you get to die five times, and that's it. You'd think that'd be maybe the hardest, but no. There's still one more difficulty level, and that is called the YOLO level. YOLO. You get one beer, one life, no continues, no checkpoints. The enemies are strong. Your weapons are weak. I would love to see a playthrough. I'm going to check right now. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. That is actually the playthrough that I watched. It a is YOLO ABGN, playthrough? Yeah, YOLO difficulty. He did it in 38 minutes. I... He never got hit once. He just ran right through it. I'll be and I didn't realize that the, the, the weapon got weaker, so that made, that made this run even more impressive. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Well, there you go. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's a fat X booty X fresh. Uh, that's who did it. All right. Well, and his name is Fat Booty Fresh. There you go. I will check it out. There, you know what that, you know what those X's mean. There must have been somebody who was Fat Booty Fresh, and because that name was <laughs> he already, had to add the letters. He had to add the X's in between so he could. <laughs> he was so committed to being Fat Booty Fresh, he had to have it. And it's even spelled with a P. That's like Matt Bandy. X, Matt Bandy X. Yeah. Right? There can't be another Matt Bandy out there. I hope there is. And I I really hope that there was a moment where Matt Bandy's like, oh, man, I'm going to get my name for my Twitter handle. It's going to be great. And it's like Matt Bandy's already taken. He's like, no, evil Matt Bandy. Right. And and you know what's the ultimate is when someone has the ID you want and then it's like a dead account. They don't even use it. I know. There's like no pictures. You can't even get in contact with them. They don't no. respond. No. That's great. Just being a dick. Chris, do you have any more to say about AVGN Adventures before we get into the question round? Well, I have to say that I am impressed that you beat it, and I am less than impressed that I haven't. So. Well, I I'm just better at video games than you. I think that's. I think uh, that's see, that's thing. not true. 
I'm pretty sure think that's true. I don't think you're better at anything. I, you're definitely. Uh, you know what? I'm you're, sorry. I'll tell I'm you one thing. You're better at who being yeah. shorter. Well, you're better at being older. So. You knocked that out of the park, dude. Nobody I, plays being short as good as you. I may be shorter, but you're going to die before me. Uh, well, no, I don't think so. Oh, I do. You're like a <laughs> hundred years older than me. Stems <laughs> <laughs> up. Uh, and and I'm sorry. Who beat you twice in NBA Jam? Twice. Yeah, yes, that's right. And who beat you like 95 times? That's not the question I asked. <laughs> right. I okay. asked who beat you twice in NBA and, Jam. And you know, if you ever, uh, you know, maybe one day you'll have children, Curtis. You're deflecting. One day you'll have children, uh-huh. and you'll know that at some point you have to let your child win. Because if not, you'll just break their spirit, and they won't play anymore. That's why I let you win twenty-seven 95. times. Right? <laughs> right. I just okay. you 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 look like you were having a rough day, and I was like, look, I could beat him every game, easy breezy, lemon squeezy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let him have a few wins, and then you know I'm gonna show him who's boss a couple of times. Well, that was very big of you. So, well, <laughs> what did you? Did you mean that on purpose to say that? That was very big. You know exactly what I mean. (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) All right. Chris, it's time for the three questions of Doom. Question number one. Is this a good portable game? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so, so too. I think so. Because uh, the fact that um, you can't just pick it up and just try to grind out a level and, Mm -hmm. you know. And again, I, I, as difficult as it is, I do believe you get enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Yes. Question number two. Should this game belong in your collection? 100%. Especially if you're an AVGN fan. If you're an AVGN fan and you don't have this, you definitely are missing out. You really yeah. should check it out. They did a great job with this game. Yeah. Who? Let's 100%. give a shout out. You know, I don't normally talk Isn't about... Isn't it Screw Attack Games? The developer too much... Uh, it was published by developed by Freak Zone Games and published by Screw Attack Entertainment. Entertainment. So, okay. you guys did a great job. Yep. Well done. I actually met those guys. Uh, I think you did too when we were at Game On. Remember, they were handing out those little, uh, little oh, pamphlets. They yeah. were a few. Wait, no, that was at the SoCal. Yeah. That was in Pasadena. Was it? I thought it was. Uh, oh, you know, it might have been. You know what? You're probably right. It was in one of those, but it was. Uh, yeah, it was in Pasadena. You're yeah. right. And there were a few booths down from Billy and Jay. And yep, yep, no, those guys. Wood. Yeah. Well, kudos to you guys. You made a great game, and it should belong in your collection. Which leads me to my final question: Out of five, five being perfect, how would you rate this game? Well. I, I think this is one of those uh, tricky ways to answer it kind of thing. Um, if it's for the fun factor, most people probably wouldn't rank it very high. I think if you factor in the, the design, the quality of it, um, I, I, I give it a five for me. I just think it's that I think it's that well made. I definitely really? think it's that well made. I think it, it definitely delivers on what it promises. It follows through. That is and the fact that it has all those, well, I believe it. I mean, it really, it gives you the nostalgia factor of an NES game or even, you know, the Atari game, the couple other references that it makes. And it gives you all the AVGN culture. And um, it's a beautiful game to look at. And the audio is great. Sound bites are great. I mean, I don't know what they could have done to improve it. I mean, if you 
it has the diff different difficult settings. So if it's too hard, try the easy mode. I don't know. I think it's I think it's top notch. I mean, now we're I'm also ranking it within that um like an 8-bit genre, right? Yeah, I mean, of if course, you're, of course. Parents like Spider-Man or something. No, new, no, you know no. what I mean. But definitely within the genre, oh, for sure, it's top-notch. Hundred percent recommend it. It's tough because I always say I'm not going to give a game a five if I can think of something to improve. But you're right. What would I improve about this? I mean, what can you improve? I mean, the only thing I guess you could say it could be a little more forgiving but that is what the modes are for yeah and the game i mean it's meant to be difficult they, that was their intention they delivered they completely delivered on what was promised and i i really love the boss designs i feel like they've taken enough uh they, whoever did this was completely they have full knowledge of the avgn universe you know what I mean? Because every boss links in perfectly with him. Um, the you know the characters, the add-ons, the guns, the, you know everything. I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying it, it's a five to me. It's top notch, man. I, I hope the sequels is good. Am I gonna give this game a five? I am honestly trying to think of what I would change about it, and I'm coming up short right now. This is crazy. It does not feel like a game that I would give a five to, but I don't want to be. You don't want to be pigeonholed into that you haven't given a game a five. Oh, but... I've given games a five, but it's like Link's Awakening. Well, right. You know, it's it's. Oh my goodness! But, but, gonna... but see, what you're doing here is you're not saying what's the best game of all time. No, right? Of course not. That that's not that's not the question. But the is question this is, a per, is this a perfect this a game, perfect for, game. For what it's set out to do? Is it perfect? Yep. My goodness, it might be perfect for what it's trying to accomplish. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna give it a five. Oh my gosh, <laughs> did I just give it a five? <laughs> I gave it a five. <laughs> well, you can always edit it out, right? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna give it a five. Oh my gosh. <gasps> what am I doing? People are going to, oh man, Twitter's going to blow up. I gave it a five. I gave it a five. Okay, it's a five. It's a perfect game. <laughs> uh, I agree. I, you know what? The only thing they could get a five, uh, a six out of me is if they release a physical copy. We don't so I could put high. it on my we shelf. Do not go that high, Chris. <laughs> I'm going on the Chris scale. That way, I can put, that way I can put it behind me and look at it. I would, you like know. A, I would like a physical copy on the Switch. That would be great. One <clears throat> that would two. be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, combo cart. Okay, well, there you go. Two fives. Wow. Did not see that coming. I honestly did not see that coming. I, I didn't either until after we talked about it. I kind of, like, talked myself into it as well. But, I mean, like I said, I mean, it's it just – it's one of those games that show me how you can improve it for what it is, for what it's set out to do. Um. It's a five. Good argument. Well said. Well, this is the part of the show that I typically is uh, the audience discussion. I, I like to throw it out. What other games that are similar to this game do you like? You know, uh, for Princess Peach, last month we did uh, other Mario spinoff games that you like. Well, I, I was kind of slipping on getting it out to Twitter. So, Chris, this is going to kind of be... Up to me and you. But I thought this was fun. I wanted to... I put it out there. So please go to CC Portable Unite 
and share it on Twitter, and let's keep the discussion going there. But for here, right now, on the podcast, uh, I'm going to ask you, Chris, what are some other, you know, as we celebrate ABGN this month, what are some other terrible games that are widely considered bad games that you enjoy? Okay. Well, I will tell you, too, right off the bat, that obviously played a big portion in the ABG and Legacy, and that's uh, Back to the Future. That was going to be mine, yeah. Oh, sorry. But, I mean, anybody who doesn't enjoy it as a shooter probably doesn't understand what they're playing. It's not... It's not a platformer, so if that's what your expectations, well, and it doesn't like let's let's set aside that it really has nothing to do with the movie, and it doesn't make sense, and you're throwing right. bowling balls, and you're dodging bees, and yes, yes, I understand that has nothing to do with the film itself. Right. That aside, the game is really fun. I think so. I mean, it is difficult, but it's not unbeatable. Uh, no, I just beat it this week. I, I got that itch. I wanted to play it again. And 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 you know what? There's if you're an old school gamer, you're used to repetition. So yes, you do play that street level a lot. Okay, yes. you do play it a lot, but it. it have you ever played extra? Have you ever played Galaga? Right. That's you're doing kind of the same story. thing over and over, over again. Pac Man. So don't you know? give me that like the street level. It's the same thing. It's all those old games were like that. Yes. This isn't that far removed from those games of that time. And what's wrong with that? Nothing. It's you just a different I mean? style of game. Exactly. It's a different style. That's all it is. It's very I mean, arcadey, and it has it, an ending. You can beat it. That, that's the thing. It's great, and I do feel like it stays true enough to the game or to the movie where you still feel like you're Marty McFly and you're trying to get back to the future. I, I mean, it's not perfect as far as game design, as far as adding the elements from the movie. But the game design itself is a fun game. It breaks it up with a couple of with three other levels. Well, four if you count the last level. Right. So there's four there's four style well, there's five styles of level, just one that you play a lot. Yes. Street level you play multiple times, and then you have four other levels that are one offs. And what else you got? I have a feeling it's gonna be the other one that I was gonna mention. I don't know if it is, but um Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Okay, that, that was not the one I was going to mention. That is something that he notoriously... Now, I don't know if it's James the person or ABGN the character who hates it more, but it's not a bad game. It's actually kind of a fun game, and you just have to know how to play it. Yeah. There's a, there's a way to play the game. I actually beat it my first time playing it. And this oh, is supposed to be this notoriously difficult game. I wish I would have recorded game footage, but I... I played it straight through. Um, you know, I, I think I continued once, maybe twice. Yeah. And I just played straight through it, and I beat it. I mean, I'm not saying it's super easy. I mean, I do feel like I have some good gaming skills, but once I understood what the game was wanting from me, I thought it was fairly easy. Yeah. Huh. Uh, the other one I was going to say is the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game on the NES. Yeah, and I love that game. It is... Besides Turtles in Time, I think it's my favorite Ninja Turtles game. Without question for me. Turtles in Time is definitely my favorite. Yeah. Like, I rank them in the exact same order. I definitely put Turtles 1 uh, well over Part 2 or Manhattan Project. And it's not that those aren't good games. Those are beat-em-ups. Whereas Turtles 1 is a difficult platformer. Yes, very fun. Underrated. It's got the best. tell Tell me a game that has better music. Like, 
you have great music in Castlevania and all that. That's true. There, there is great music out there. Don't get me wrong, but you can't tell me that like that music and not that that should be the only thing you base a game on, but it's great music. I feel like the characters are different enough where there is some um, advantage with playing with one particular character over another. Um, essentially you get four lives because you can interchange between the characters and you have a health bar. So I feel like it's fair in that regards. And once you understand that one of the main goals is those scrolls, and if you get that, it actually makes the game a lot easier. It's mm -hmm. still a tough game. And, uh, you know, you get used to it. And there is other ways of manipulating the game, too. Like certain certain rooms you go in will throw out a particular enemy set. Well, leave the room, come back in, and it can change it to a different... You know, there's ways yeah. of kind of manipulating game. There is some very precision jumping in the sewers that can be frustrating. Um, Easy but breezy. That's the way I look at it. I think... I mean, every you know, a lot of people would bring up the dam, and to me, it's like you must have just quit there because to me, I can get right through the dam. No oh, problem. the dam is like one of the easiest levels. I thought. Wait so. till you get to the Technodrome. The Technodrome is something that will oh, make you man. Right. That'll that'll put some hair in your nuts. That level. Yep. Jeez, Louise. Right, but if you if you really or that maze play, trying to get to the Mouser. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be able to get to the Technodrome without really putting in the the seeking just you know like seeking out which way to go well look up a, a walkthrough and it will tell you kind of because there's stuff you can avoid you don't have to go through every one of those houses i mean the main thing is is you know you need to get through those barriers you want the scrolls because it's going to make the fight against shredder easier and um you know that's pretty much it you don't really have to go through everything you don't have to grind through the whole thing yeah it's more about weapon upgrades going through those through all the different houses i don't know i find the game very enjoyable and i'm actually the more i've gotten into it the more disappointed i am that they didn't kind of continue that style with the rest of the nes games yeah you know i i know it would have been nice to get another one in that style right. yeah because like part two i get it they had to do an arcade port totally understand that yeah. but eh, i could have done without the manhattan project i would have yeah. rather them had gone back to mm -hmm. the original style well, there you go. A few games that James crapped all over that we love. What do you guys think? Do you have some out there? Find me on, on Twitter, at CCPortableUnite. Let me know the games that he hates that you love. And with that, that is it for AVGN Adventures. Uh, what a month. Cannot believe we both rated it five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it wasn't planned. And will there be any more five-star games coming up? Let's find out what is coming up in the Cartridge Club and see what we think. So uh, coming up for CC Portable, let's see, next month is September. So we're finally done with our summer of platformers. What a summer it was. Very fun. We played Batman on the Game Boy, Super Princess Peach, and AVGN Adventures. Varied, different, fun. Uh, but in September, it's going to be dubbed Shmuptember. We're playing Nano Stray 2 for the Nintendo DS, our first shoot 'em up on CC Portable. Have you played it, Chris? I have not. It's very fun. I will play along. I love shooters. It bounces back and forth between vertical and horizontal shooters. So if you like those, that, I like that. That, that sounds great. Yeah, that's great. That was very smart. In October, I am proud to announce we finished our poll that you guys voted on. We had, I think, a record voting i think it was like 52 votes i think that's the most votes we've ever had which doesn't seem like a lot but it was 
hey, a lot. Got to start somewhere, buddy. Exactly. And uh, you guys chose nine 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 for October. That's going to be our spooky game. Nine hours, nine doors, nine persons, whatever. I forget. Nine, yeah, nine, nine I forgot who I saw do a review on that, but it looked really interesting. I Cannot remember watching something on that. It's been on the October poll for three years. It's always lost. At the beginning of this poll, Castlevania Two: Belmont's Revenge was like easily winning, and then all of a sudden, everyone started voting for nine nine nine. It was great. It was this this turn. It was kind of dramatic and exciting. And Russian collusion. It, it was absolutely. Thank you, Vladimir Putin. The check mm-hmm. is in the mail. Right. <laughs> and then in November, uh, we got a bit of a change up. So it was originally going to be Final Fantasy Adventure for the Game Boy, but I'm sorry to announce that is going to be moved to a later date. We will still play that, but it will not be in November because we are changing it. We're going to be playing Alien Infestation for the Nintendo DS. Is it Alien or Aliens Infestation? I think it's Aliens Infestation. Oh, my gosh. It's Aliens, plural. Okay. It's plural. I just looked it up. Aliens Infestation we're going to be playing in November. That's all I'm going to say right now. I'm sorry. There was a last-minute change. So make sure you go and track that down. It's a fantastic game. I'm excited to talk about that one. That's what's coming up. I in have Portable. seen a lot about it, and it. I have heard it's a hidden gem. That was my Metal Jesus impression. Oh, Very. It sounded just like me. Nothing yeah, I know. Sounded like you. <laughs> right. <laughs> coming up in Prime, CC Prime, the OG. Uh, this month they just polished off Chrono Trigger. Fantastic. Perhaps my favorite RPG. I'm not a big RPG guy, but I have played Chrono Trigger. I love Chrono Trigger. Getting a lot of love this month. Next month, they're playing StarCraft. Have you played StarCraft before? I used to play that a lot on PC. What is that? Uh, Well, have you ever played the original WarCraft? Yes. Then it's the same thing. It just was space. Oh, okay. So it's like a... Real-time strategy? Yeah, like like with uh, WarCraft, you would uh, have little orcs yep. mining and then you yep. would do this and that and that and that well the same thing it's just with space oh fun uh, and then moving on to the quick save club this month they just finished up commander keen which is also a platformer so uh, that seemed like that went over pretty well chris shakes his head he has no idea what that game is no idea <laughs> i haven't pc gamed and <laughs> well i bet you'll know what their september game of the month is and that is minecraft so, uh, yeah, before uh, 2014, Paul, they want their game back. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I was going to say before Fortnite, Minecraft was like all <laughs> was the rage. The, yeah, uh, it's I, funny. I, I, okay, so I, I uh, my profession is I, I uh, I'm around a lot of children and uh, they had their interests was all on the Minecraft. It was Minecraft, yep. the shirts, everything was Minecraft. And it was almost like. Literally, like somebody flipped a switch one week, like on a from a Friday to a Monday, and all I kept hearing about was Fortnite. Yeah, and I thought they were just like uh, all of a sudden, like they were like some sort of history lesson, and they were all hearkening back to the days of uh, Paul Revere or something. You know what I mean? Fortnite. I was just like, what's all this? <laughs> Why are you talking about a measurement of time? What do you? What? Are we, what Fortnite? And you Tell know, the funny thing it. is, none of them even understood what. A fortnight was. You know, Do you like, know what a fortnight, fortnight is? Two weeks. Yeah, it's uh, two weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, two weeks. Um, do you find it odd that CC Prime and Quick Save Club are pl- both pl- 
both playing games that end in craft. I think it's. September. I still think it's back to that Russian collusion. Can Were you imagine that? if uh, Putin actually uh, colluded in your poll? Can you imagine How that? How funny like, would that be? Like he was just so bored. He's like, you know what? Forget that stupid Castlevania game. I Everybody has played right? Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge. Tired no. of it. Nobody right. ever gives any love to 999. Boys, right. boys, get on it. it. Get on it. We're and playing 999. Listen. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> whatever the media is. Uh, I hope so. Anyway. so. That's what's coming up in the Cartridge Club. So many games, lots of choices. Play what you want. I don't care. And uh, now we're at the end. So I get to plug everything. Check out the forums at cartridgeclub.org. That's all it is now is forums on Cartridge Club. Forums and Discord. And you can share your experiences alongside us. As always, you can find me on Twitter at CCPortableUnite. Let me know what games you'd like to play or if you want to be a special guest like my good buddy Chris here. And Chris, where can we find you? What's going on? Uh, just find me on the Twitter or the Instagram, CWR2, and you'll usually see me posting crap that I shouldn't have bought or arguing with people I don't know. You get to see all the treasure that you find in the middle of California. Right. I mean, my God, that is just a basin for gold. You, you find so many great things out there, so many good deals. And it just seems like everyone that lives there is a, is a complete rube when it comes to pricing these things because you get all of it for like five bucks or under. Yeah, it it I I have to say I've been very fortunate with my timing and uh, very and I've set the bar so high for me that now normal stuff feels disappointing and it it kind of sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but whatever, it's there fun. I still have well, a lot of fun. Thanks for being here, Chris. It was a pleasure, as always, having you. I can't wait to have you back. I can't wait to come hang out again. And, uh, you know, whenever uh, that happens, um, I'll try not to stand too tall. <laughs> if you're still um, alive. If you're still alive. Oh, my gosh. We'll see. I might have to have you on sooner rather than later just to make sure you're <laughs> among the living. Right on. Uh, oh, by the way. I found a guest for Nano Stray 2, so no worries. We got someone to talk about this game next month, which I'm very excited about. And we will see you next month for Nano Stray 2. CC Unite, guys.